You talking to me? We are on the trail of laughs and action this week in the screening room. Welcome. She is Hope Madden. He's George Wolf. And we've got a couple of big ones at the multiplex this week. And we'll start with, what do you want to start with, the action or the laughs? Let's start with the action. All right. Well, Tom Cruise is back as Jack Reacher in Jack Reacher, Never Go Back. Two things are going to happen in the next 90 seconds. Excuse me? First, that phone over there is going to ring. Second... You're going to be wearing these cuffs on your way to prison. (laughs) Well, that is one magnificent prophecy, Mr. Reacher. Just going to keep on ringing. Thanks for tipping us off to that sheriff. When are you coming to D.C.? Major Turner's been arrested. On what charge? Espionage. He's been set up. You think you're above the law. But I'm not the law. So you should start running, because I'm going to start hunting. And when I find you, I'm going to kill you all. It's kind of a stupid title, because he doesn't really go back to anything. I mean, it's just... But he's back as Jack Reacher. Yeah. It just kind of plays with your mind, doesn't it? Does it does, a little bit. You know, Jack Reacher came out in 2010, 2012, I think yeah, it was. Yeah, four years ago. And it wasn't horrible. It wasn't terrific. No, it was pretty middling. You know, I yeah. mean, you know, it, it wasn't bad for an action movie. It, it had a really inappropriately dressed defense attorney. I remember just Rosamund Pike. Yeah, I mean, I think. And then director Warner Herzog played the villain. That was the best part. That kind of freaked me out. That I was the best part. Seeing that, like, is that Warner Herzog? Yeah, and I, people were actually unhappy about it at the time because the the, the book character is very, very physically different than Tom Cruise, and was originally The Rock was supposed to play him, and it's much closer. Who's the, very physically different yes, than yes. Tom Cruise. And, and people were mad. But at, but that, at, time, at that time, four years ago, yeah. Tom Cruise was more of a butts in seats now, uh, movie star. Now it would be quite the opposite. I don't think anyone has more projects in some stage of production than Dwayne Johnson does. And you know what? Uh, I think the only other actor right at this moment who rivals him in terms of box office is Kevin Hart. So again, physically wow. quite different. Quite yeah. physically different. Interesting. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the point is, yeah, at the time, uh, Tom Cruise swooped in and took this part, and it's a series of books, I guess, it right? Is, yes. So I'm sure they're hoping for a series of movies. But I was a little surprised this the first Jack Reacher did well enough to get a sequel. Yeah, I mean, I think that it did moderately well, but I, it wasn't a big giant blockbuster. But this is a movie that comes out right in the sort of dead zone. You know, it's it's not a summer movie. It's also not up for Oscars. It's not a, holi- uh, a holiday movie. It's just one of those like whatever. There's not that much going on, and that's but it's. It's considerably worse. It is considerably lazier than the previous effort. It's just so it's just so telegraphed in. There's really no question about what's happening. It's the all of the dialogue is so conveniently pushing the story ahead for you in case you weren't paying attention. And, the, and, and like catchphrases. The, oh, and they're Don't so bad. Don't forget catchphrases. They're so bad. They're so tired. <laughs> the catchphrases are so lifeless. They're not even like done for camp. They're just unironic and terrible. Ugh. So it's a lot of just mindless action that doesn't really go anywhere. Oh, you know, if that were all it was, it would be we would be better off, but it isn't because it's trying to have a complicated plot with underlying themes of family and it's just it's just lays there feeling stupid. Mm, mm. So 
never go back, but this time we do go back to Jack Reacher. Are we going to come back later? I guess we'll find out with the box office, but not really a big recommendation no. from us for Jack Reacher, never go back. And unfortunately, that makes it two for two this week right. because we're in search of laughs that never come in Keeping Up with the Joneses. Hey, honey. Still spying on the neighbors? Hi. We're the Joneses. You don't think there's something off about them? They're both so overly accomplished and stylish. Who are these people? We need evidence. I just want to make sure this is not paranoia. <gasps> what is this? There's a missile. That's me. The Joneses. They're not who they say they are. Here's the thing about trust. Once it's gone, bad things can happen. I remember when I saw the trailer for this, it kind of had me. I mean, the cast right at the top. Right, right there. You know, there. if you're going to ask me, you know, John Hamm yes. and Gal Gadot, who's, if you don't know, is the new Wonder Woman, as, you know, super good-looking super spies, okay, I'm in for that. Mm-hmm. They fit the bill. And then you've got Zach Galifianakis as the nerdy guy and Isla Fisher as his wife, who's, you know, kind of dresses down, but you know she's just one makeover from being hot. Yeah. Okay? True enough. They're all there. Where three of those people are incredibly funny, too. Nothing against, against Gal Gadot. I have no idea if she's funny. But three of those people yes. are very reliably funny. Oh, yes, that's true. And uh, they're not in this movie because there are no laughs to be had. Yikes. And it just makes you wonder. And the director, Greg Matola, he did Superbad. Right. He did some episodes of The Newsroom on HBO. He even did Adventureland, which was okay. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, so bad though. That's one of the all-time bad. great oh, high loved comedies. It. So I'm throwing my shade at uh, the director, Michael... Lemure, I think his name is. No, this script is just totally inane. What it is, it's a script in search of a laugh track. It, it's the the jokes, the gags, such as they are, are so lame and so obvious. Yeah, we're gonna have a joke about misunderstanding Siri. <laughs> That's cutting edge, right there. And just they're just they're just so obvious. And you know, do you think? The nerdy couple is going to teach the super spies how to really get in touch with their feelings. And do you think the super spies are going to teach the nerdy couple how to put some zing and maybe some sex back into their marriage? You know, I'll never tell. <laughs> but, but it's just so dumb and so unfunny. And the irony is, Godot, one of her first uh, roles in movies, she had, she had that small part yeah. as Mark Wahlberg's date in Date Night. And this movie reminds you a lot of that movie, except that one was funny. You know, it takes this square couple out on this huge adventure, crime fighting and this and that, and puts some zing into their, you know, dull lives. But that movie was funny. This one, I'm telling you what, like you said, these these performers are funny, but I thought... So wasted. Oh, it's so wasted. Every attempt at a... Le- it's barely a chuckle. Really, and the, the things that the, the contrived lengths they go to to try to get a laugh, it's just it's just a waste of everybody's time, starting with the audience. Uh, it's just a tremendous, tremendous. It'll be a tremendous bomb. It really will. Both of these. Well, I don't want to say Jack Reacher. Yeah, make it a probably money. will it make will. a little bit. But you're right. You're right. We're in a dead zone right yes. now. We really are. I mean, it might as well be January. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just waiting on the Oscar bait to come out, yep. and it's soon to come. November it, looks promising. Yeah, so if you if you have to get in out of the rain or storm and you want to go to the theater this week for something new, uh, there if you like a little at little limp action, you got Jack Reacher. Sure. If you want to end up wondering if you left the oven on, then you've, <laughs> you've got Keeping Up with the Joneses, and that's about it. But I'll tell you what, there is one thing on video right now. If you have Netflix and you stream Netflix, boy, 
What a gripping, gripping documentary that's streaming right now called 13th. Ava DuVernay, right? The director of Selma. Who Uh, should have not only been nominated, she should have won an Oscar for Selma. That was so good. Oh, so beautifully put together. And in this one, she does a documentary, and it's really fascinating, and it's dry material, and you'd be surprised to find. But what she does is show a parallel between, or or causal, really, uh, effect of the, the 13th Amendment to the Constitution, which freed slaves, and a rider in there that says an American citizen is free unless they are incarcerated. And then uh, what she shows historically is how right from that moment there was a concerted effort on the government and law enforcement to arrest, to incarcerate black men for slave labor. And so they were rounded up and arrested for things like loitering at the time. And it's, and it's just that it created a foundation that we have changed the name of and and changed around but haven't been able to completely shake. It's a really thought-provoking and intelligent documentary that asks a lot of questions and points out many things. You know, the militarization of the police force, of today's police forces, and how the genesis of that, and uh, yeah, mass incarceration and the racial inequality in that mass incarceration, and it's, 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 hugely, hugely recommended. It is. And, you know, if you're worried that this is going to be very left-wing or very right, well, obviously not very right-wing, I just want to point out that that they are very even-handed when they point out historically who is responsible for what bill and and what kind of damage that did, and, and they spread the blame and, very evenly. And they get comments from people such as Newt Gingrich and Grover Norquist, right, of all people. Right, right. Uh, and some of those arguments are rebutted back and forth by by other people that they, that they have... Uh, conversations with and really interviews with it really is enlightening and i just we just can't recommend it enough and it's streaming right now on netflix called 13th and as uh, for next week we're looking forward to well we're looking forward to another documentary yes especially if you're a music fan of iggy pop and the stooges yes so uh one of my all-time favorite bands the stooges a documentary directed by one of my all-time favorite directors ohio zone jim jarmish so uh yeah it's called gimme danger and we cannot wait for that but and- the big box office draw next week That's going to be Inferno. Tom Hanks, the latest round of the Da Vinci Code books. It's by the same author. I don't know if it follows the same storyline. It does. Well, it's the same main character. Yeah, the same main character. character. Yeah. Okay, but this time uh, his partner is Felicity Jones. Uh, So they're off on another adventure, and uh, it's Inferno. And that one probably has some box office coming its way. Right, with Tom in it. Right. Everybody loves them some Tommy. They do. And why not? Why not? All right, so that's next week. This week, boy. Your mom loves Tommy. She does. She was on it. <laughs> I took mom to see Sully, right. and then next thing I know, uh, how is Captain Phillips? I want to see that. And then she she watched it, but she had to put it down. She had to turn it off halfway through. It was too nerve-wracking. <laughs> too nerve-wracking. She came back with it, and she said, oh, my nerves are frazzled. But she did watch But it's a good movie, and it, it does that to your nerves. Movie. So, yeah, so they're both... Uh, they're both good, but yeah, everybody loves Tom Hanks, so we'll look forward to that next week. But for this week, unfortunately, not really anything to recommend, mm-hmm. except if you have Netflix, by all means, check out 13th, the documentary that's streaming there. So if you want to get in touch with us, we'd love to hear from you anytime. Easiest way to do that is on Twitter. We're at Mad Wolf, M-A-D-D-W-O-L-F. The Screening Room is a presentation of the Columbus Radio Group and MadWolf.com. And until next week, I'm George Wolf. I'm Hope Madden. See ya. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner.